0: Hey, and welcome to the Graphic Histories Podcast. My name is Andre Mayette, and I'm your host. big thanks to Ukla the Mock for our theme song, Superpowers. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Peter Bro, independent comic writer who has very prolific independent comic writer who has a lot of stuff in his library for only being involved in the industry for a couple of years. I really enjoyed that conversation. I learned a lot about indie publishing and some of the options out there for people that are trying to get their name out there. And uh, yeah, I thought it was very cool, and, and, uh, and I'm glad he was on. He's uh, put a few people in touch with me about being featured in future episodes, some of the people he named, which I will definitely love to have on the show eventually. I do have some other people in the pipeline first, but I would like to get to them sooner than later because there's some really cool people with, that are doing some big things right now in the comic industry on Netflix as well, and it'd uh, be neat to have them on as well. So I'm looking forward to that. In recent news, I've just received uh, the first issue of Dodge, which is illustrated by Mike Ruth, who I had in the show a few featured interviews ago. Um, very cool comic about a bear kind of um, <laughs> fight, fighting through various forces. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because it's a really fun comic and I want you to experience it fresh, but it is really good. It was given to me as a gift from Kale Harding, a good friend of mine, and probably future, future uh, interviewee as well who runs K M Comics. Um sort of an online comic selling and uh, barter f- system through Facebook, which is really cool. I've picked up quite a few things from him. So I'm very excited to uh, to see the next issue of Dodge, which I hope is coming sooner than later. Um, yeah, but really fun. Look it up. I think Google will be able to help you with it. Dodge, check it out. Really, really, really good. A lot of fun. And uh, very proud of Mike for, for doing this book as well. Some of the other things he's done, which is some amazing work as well i um, getting excited for Halloween, I know it's a month away, well like two months away almost, but uh, I really do like the time, it's a great excuse to watch horror movies and, and horror TV shows and a lot of things that I really enjoy. I'm thinking of revisiting Tales from the Crypt this year, probably the films and the TV show as well, so I think that'll be a ton of fun, I'm glad to uh, to jump into that. Uh, in today's episode we will be talking about Cheetah, the Wonder Woman villain, there's been several people who have borne that name. Uh, Three women, one male in the DC universe, and I will talk about each of them, but most of the focus will be on Barbara Minerva, who is the the main person to be Cheetah, certainly the longest standing in the DC universe. She is going to be featured in the Wonder Woman 84 movie that will be coming up. She's being played by, um, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot her name. Kristen Wiig Kristen Wiig of Saturday Night Live (laughs) alumni Uh, cool actress Uh, interesting to see her in kind of a villainous role it's not something she does very often Uh, however I did watch the movie Mother by Darren Aronofsky and she does have a very small but villainous role in that as well uh, which is a real head trip of a film that I thoroughly enjoyed uh, as far as enjoying things I've been watching lately, I, I'm excited to watch The Boys season two, which is now on Amazon Prime. Before I get to that, I have to finish Cobra Kai, which I started on Netflix, and I'm enjoying thoroughly. It's a really fun nostalgic romp. If you have a you know an internal love for the original film, and even if you don't, it's actually just a pretty solid kind of family friend or family friendly uh, show. And uh, I'm I'm digging it. I really am. I think it's a lot of fun. So. Add that to your list if you haven't added it already, and let me know what you're watching. What shows are out there that you think I may enjoy? You never know, I just might watch them. But without much further ado, let's go into today's episode, the Wonder Woman villain and DC Scourge, Cheetah. The first woman to become the Cheetah was Priscilla Rich, a 1940s-era debutante of aristocratic upbringing who also had an overwhelming inferiority complex and suffered from dissociative identity disorder. After being eclipsed by Wonder Woman at a charity event and failing to kill her during an escapology act, Priscilla retreats to her room and collapses before her makeup mirror. There she sees an image of a woman dressed like a cheetah. "Horrors!" she cries as she gazes at her evil inner self for the first time. "'Don't you know me?' replies the reflection. I am the real you, the cheetah, a treacherous, relentless, huntress. The image commands her to fashion a cheetah costume from a cheetah skin rug. From now on, intones the reflection, when I command you, you shall go forth dressed like your true self and do as I command. The cheetah frames Wonder Woman for a robbery by hiding the money in her apartment and tipping off the police. She then sets fire to a warehouse that Wonder Woman is in. Although the hero escapes, she is presumed dead, but survives thanks to her fireproof costume. The Cheetah later kidnaps a young woman with ESP named Gail and uses the child's powers to learn U.S. military secrets, which she gives to the Japanese. Wonder Woman manages to thwart the plot and rescue Gail, with the Cheetah warning Wonder Woman to stay out of her affairs. She soon returns when an American military official organizes an athletic competition between female athletes from America and a group of women trained on Paradise Island. Priscilla ties up and gags an Olympic high hurdler named Kay Carleton and impersonates her for donning her clothes. Disguised as Kay, Priscilla infiltrates the contest and manages to kidnap Wonder Woman's mother, Queen Hippolta, and steal her magical girdle. With Hippolta as her hostage, and her own abilities boosted by the girdle, the Cheetah battles Wonder Woman for control of Paradise Island. She is defeated when the Amazonian manages to pull the girdle off her. Temporarily freed from the Cheetah's influence, Priscilla asks to remain on Paradise Island until she can learn to control her split personality. Priscilla's attempt at reformation apparently fails, as she is later seen as a member of Vilni, Incorporated a crime association between several of Wonder Woman's female foes, and then going on to have a several run-ins with the Amazonian princess before retiring to her North Shore Maryland villa. Deborah, Debbie Domain, was introduced as the niece of Priscilla Rich, a beautiful young go-getter. Debbie feels remorse for her wealthy upbringing and decides to become an ecology activist, meeting Wonder Woman and striking up a friendship with her. Later that same day, Debbie is summoned to her Aunt Priscilla's mansion and finds her aunt succumbing to an unknown illness. After Priscilla Rich dies, a villain who had attempted to recruit the former cheetah named Cobra had his operatives capture Deborah and bring her and the cheetah costume to Cobra's headquarters, where he questions her of her knowledge of her aunt's criminal activities, proceeding to torture and brainwash the young woman into becoming the new cheetah, providing his new charge with an updated version of the cheetah costume. The original suit included a cat-eared cowl and clawed and flat-soled boots. Debbie's version has a v-neck slit to the sternum, a headband with cat ears, and heel boots. Both costumes include razor-sharp chrome steel nails, painted bright red. You are my servant, and I your master. You are the cheetah, he cries, and you will fill the world with terror. Debbie has several conflicts with Wonder Woman, and serves as a member of the Secret Society of Supervillains, in a conflict with both the Justice League and the Justice Society of America. DC later relaunches continuity with the 1985 series Crisis on Infinite Earths, introducing a new cheetah for the modern age, Dr. Barbara Ann Minerva. This third cheetah is a British archaeologist born as the heiress to a vast fortune in her ancient family seat in Nottinghamshire. Ambitious, selfish, and severely neurotic, Barbara develops a passion for archaeology that eventually led her to search out a tribe in Africa, guarded by a female with the powers of a cheetah. A band of marauders kill the guardian and most of what remained of her original expedition party. Barbara, with the aid of the priest Chuma, the caretaker of the ancient plant god Urskartaga, takes her place after being told that she would gain immortality. Her powers are conferred to her by ingesting a combination of human blood and the berries or leaves of the Cartaga, which gives her orange skin with black spots, a tail, and claws, as well as superhuman senses and reflexes. Unfortunately for Minerva, the host of the Cheetah persona is intended to be a virgin. Minerva is not, so her transformations were part curse and part blessing as she experiences severe pain and physical disability while in her human form, and bloodthirsty euphoria while in her cat form. This post-crisis cheetah first comes into one woman's world, when Barbara discovers that Diana possesses the lasso of truth. As an archaeologist, Barbara covets the lasso, hoping to add it to her collection of historical items. She first attempts to do so through trickery, claiming that there is a matching ancient golden girdle of Gaia of the same kind from which the lasso was fashioned. Unfortunately, although the scheme proceeds far enough for Minerva to hold the lasso, its magical power to make people tell the truth force her to confess her true intentions. Diana, profoundly distraught that she would be so treacherous, takes back the lasso and returns home in tears. With the subtle approach having failed, Minerva resorts to attacking the Amazonian as the cheetah in order to rob her of the lasso. Their initial battle ends as Diana's friend Julia Capitellus shoots the cheetah and forces her to retreat. Over the years, Barbara's interest in the lasso wanes, and she becomes more interested in besting Diana in battle due to her bruised ego. The rival between the cheetah and Wonder Woman fluctuates, though. Wonder Woman saved Barbara's life during an adventure in the Balkan country of Pan-Belgravia. The country's dictator, Baron von Nostrad, for unknown reasons, chooses to aid a demon named Drax by capturing a powerful metahuman woman. The captive woman's body would be used to house Drax's alternate dimension bride, Barmergux. When the Baron captures the Cheetah for this purpose, Wonder Woman travels to the country to save her. At the last moment, when Bar Murgux is about to enter a reality, Barbara closes the gateway before the crossing could be completed by jumping into the gateway instead. Barbara is trapped in this demonic dimension until the Boston mob boss, Juliana Sazia, has scientists open the dimensional gateway to retrieve Barbara to serve her own ends. Barbara double-crosses Juliana, Cross choosing to aid Wonder Woman when she is caught in the mob war between Polly Longo and her rescuer in Boston. Seeing her debt to Wonder Woman is paid for attempting to rescue her in Pan-Belgravia, the cheetah continues her quest to defeat Wonder Woman when it is convenient to her. For a brief period of time, Minerva loses her powers to Sebastian Balastros, an Argentine business tycoon who became the only male cheetah. He is an agent of the Amazonian's enemy, Cersei, as well as her lover. He seeks the plant god, Erskertaga, to become a new version of the cheetah, a supernatural cat creature like Barbara. Appealing to the plant gods' ego, Sebastian makes the case that the previous cheetahs have failed in their actions and that a male cheetah could be superior. Once Urzcartaga is convinced, Minerva's access to the mystic power is cut off and Sebastian is given the power in her place. Angered at the loss of her abilities, Minerva eventually battles Ballesteros for control of the power by becoming the temporary host of Tisiphone, one of the legendary Greek Furies. Ultimately, Minerva finally kills Sebastian when he's reverted back to human regaining her cheetah form as a result. She is later seen giving his blood to the Urskirtaga plant as a sacrifice. The relationship Minerva has with Urskirtaga is strained at times, despite Minerva's intense devotion and loyalty. At one point, the god punishes her by leaving one of Minerva's hands human-looking and untransformed, even while she is in her cheetah form. Though it appears to still be fully empowered as the rest of her body, and equally as deadly. With help from Flashville and Zoom, Minerva attains a level of superspeed even greater than she had previously possessed. She accomplishes this by murdering Priscilla Rich, who previously went by the alias of the Cheetah in this new continuity, thus seemingly establishing herself as the true Cheetah based on Zoom's own psychological insight. They later join the latest secret society of supervillains and seem to be engaged in a sexual relationship, though Zoom considers himself to still be married to his former wife. In the one-year-later storyline, the witch Cersei plays a spell Minerva that allows her to change her appearance from human to the cheetah at will. She also controls three actual cheetahs and still possesses her super speed, which is demonstrated by her ability to steal the golden lasso away from Amazonian-adjacent teen titan Donna Troy, several times in battle. She is later seen in the Justice League of America wedding special, forming a new Injustice League alongside Lex Luthor and the Joker, and later joins the secret organization Checkmate. In 2011, DC relaunched its comic books and rebooted its continuity in an initiative called The New 52. The character was remade to be a corrupt image and opposite to Wonder Woman. Barbara Ann Minerva is reintroduced as the Cheetah. As part of her backstory, Minerva is referred to as an accomplice to Wonder Woman and expert in dangerous relics, and having previously grown up in an all-woman commune named Amazonia. In the possession of a dagger once belonging to a lost tribe of Amazons, she cuts herself on it and was possessed by the Goddess of the Hunt, transforming her into a human-cheetah hybrid. The origin of the cheetah is dated back to the Sand Tribe, who for centuries had hunted alongside the cheetahs. Every generation, one of their members is chosen to become the host of the goddess of the hunt, until one day a hunter killed the current host. The knife used to kill her was cursed until it fell into the hands of Minerva. The cheetah is subdued by the Justice League and placed in Belle Reve. During the Forever Evil storyline, the Cheetah is among the supervillains recruited by the crime syndicate to join the secret society of supervillains. A telepathic hero shows Wonder Woman's former lover, Steve Trevor, that the Cheetah is in possession of Wonder Woman's lasso and is hiding out in Central Park. When Steve Trevor and the killer Frost arrive to look for the villain, they end up being ambushed by the Cheetah and her menagerie, consisting of the Elephant Man, the Hellhound, Lion Mane, Moushin, Prime Ape, and the Zebra Man. The Cheetah manhandles Trevor using Wonder Woman's lasso. Steve manages to overcome the lasso and explains that only Diana could use it, as she was herself truthful and pure. As the Minerva is far from it, Trevor manages to get the lasso off of her and onto his opponent. While Killer Frost escapes and freezes the cheetah's menagerie, Trevor retrieves the murderous villain for containment. After the events of DC Rebirth, the cheetah's origin is altered once again. As a young girl, Barbara Ann Cavendish enjoyed mythology and showed an affinity for language. Her father disparaged her interest in what he deemed fantasy, deriding it as childish. In defiance, her passion for myth and legend remained, and as an adult, she took her late mother's maiden name of Minerva. By age 26, she had mastered seven languages and earned two PhDs in archaeology. On a dig in the Ukraine, she discovered proof of the existence of the Amazons, but the dig site collapsed. Minerva was able to take photos before the collapse and followed her discovery to the Black Sea, only to find what she believed was an empty island. After Princess Diana of the Amazons returned U.S. Navy Seal Steve Trevor to the United States, the Navy called Dr. Minerva to translate Diana's language. Minerva became close friends with Diana and Lieutenant Etta Candy and taught Diana English, as well as other languages. After arch and Greek god Ares attacks the naval base and several of the Olympian gods, in the form of animals, assist Diana in Ares' defeat, Minerva became even more obsessed with the divine. Seeking out proof of other deities, Minerva learns of Cartaga and obtains funding for an expedition to the fictional African nation of Bawenda from Veronica Kale. Unbeknownst to Minerva, Kale was acting on behalf of the sons of Ares, Daimos and Phabos, who believed that by turning Minerva into a demigod, she would be able to locate Themyscira for them. In case of emergency, Diana provided Barbara and with a Wayne Enterprises GPS signaling device, which was remotely disabled by the evil group. As a result, Wonder Woman was unable to prevent Minerva from being wed to Urskartaga and becoming the Cheetah. Blaming Diana for her forced transformation and the cannibalistic urges that came with it, Barbara would vow vengeance against the Amazonian, joining Kale's organization, known as Godwatch. Years later, Wonder Woman travels to Bawanda in search of the Cheetah. She's met with aggression from the cult of Urskirtaga, a pack of werehyenas, and ultimately the Cheetah herself. The battle continues until Wonder Woman reveals to the Cheetah that she is unable to locate Themyscira and needs her enemy's help. In exchange for Minerva's assistance in finding Themyscira, Wonder Woman agrees to kill the god Urskartaga and end Minerva's curse. The pair battle the way through Urskirtaga's minions and defeat Andreas Cadulo, a worshipper of Urskirtaga that planned to sacrifice Steve Trevor to the plant god. It was revealed that the deity had lied to Barbara, and that the women that came before her weren't his brides, but actually his wardens, charged with keeping the evil plant god imprisoned. The cheetah used the lasso of truth to bind the plant god back into a harmless plant form. Once reverted to her human form, Minerva agreed to help Wonder Woman find her way back to Paradise Island. Shortly thereafter, Minerva and Etta Candy, who at this point were in a loving relationship, were attacked by Godwatch. After reuniting with Steve Trevor, Godwatch attacked again, and Minerva surrendered to them, hoping to reason with Kale. Veronica, having taken possession of the Urskirtaga plant, threatened to have Etta and Steve killed unless Minerva agreed to become the Cheetah again. Kale then flew them and her daughter Isidore, who sold the sons of Ares had stolen, to force Kale to do their bidding, to the island in the Black Sea that Minerva had mistaken for Themyscira. Wonder Woman and Trevor arrive and fight Cheetah and Kale until Diana's blood opens a gateway to Ares's prison. Diana, Kale, and Isidore went through the gateway, leaving the Cheetah and Trevor behind. By the time they returned, the cheetah had gone into hiding, only coming out when everyone had left. Approaching the gate to Ares's prison, she begged to be let in but was rebuffed. Enraged by the gods' rejection, the cheetah swore revenge against them and the Amazons. She then went to Kale's home and stated she now embraces being the cheetah and solidified the point by attacking Kale. Diane intervenes and subdued her. But the cheetah escaped custody shortly thereafter. you have the history of the cheetah initially priscilla rich then deborah debbie domain then barbara minerva then sebastian Ballesteros, briefly and then back to barbara minerva and so on a long-standing wonder woman villain who will be featured in the upcoming wonder woman 1984 starring gal gadot I'm very excited to see that movie. I like The Last one movie quite a bit. I think this one looks to be a lot of fun as well. DC has let me down a lot in the past with some of their movies. However, some of the things coming up look really really fun. Suicide Squad looks awesome. Wonder Woman 2 looks really good. Uh, The the Flash movie with some of the stuff coming out from that looks really cool. Uh, The Batman movie, which we saw the trailer of recently, looks really fun. I'm super excited for all these projects and DC might be turning me around when it comes to their live-action adapt- adaptations. I mean, Marvel's been great to me. I've really enjoyed everything they've done. DC, hit or miss. So, I'm. looks like a lot of hits are coming in the future, and I'm very excited about that. As a comic fan, I just hope comics succeed. I hope comic adaptions succeed. Hope all these things do well and people enjoy them. I know I will, Most for the most part. Uh, next week... I haven't decided what my subject will be. I Normally, I do have it decided. However, it's been a hectic week this week, so I will have it sorted out and come out for you on Monday. It should be a good one, whatever it is. Probably something from the Marvel Universe since I did two DCs in a row. But that being said, I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time.